1: When I say I don't know what to say, it's because I'm not sure what to do with this. When
0: it was four twenty-eight left in the fourth quarter, so seven minutes and thirty-two seconds into action in the fourth quarter, it started 87 75 New York. And then the Bulls were losing that quarter, I believe it was twenty two to four.
1: Yep. And with most with the starters in too.
0: Yeah. Caruso was in and he had some bad turnovers. Don't and don't even get me started with Levine and DeRozan, what they were doing with the ball. Tom Thibodeau walked into the United Center and just completely destroyed and dismantled the Bulls, Dis- disregarded any sort of human rights that comes to basketball. It was
1: awful. It was awful. I, I think the the overall picture let's let's reset the numbers first here because these numbers are are damning and daunting. The Bulls started the season six and six. Since then they've gone five and eleven to drop to eleven and seventeen. They're eleventh in the east. they've lost three in a row. They've lost seven of their last ten. Remember when we were talking about this stretch of games as defining? I th- I think it's defining. Yeah, definitely. I-, I really do. And what you said about the, the not just the hard basketball stuff, but sort of the soft cultural stuff that culminated last night in Derrick Rose representing the Tom Thibodeau victory cigar. That he came in, it sounded that the the place just sounded like people were pining for better times. The 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 the, the overall feeling last night, and you're right, Fibido. It what was amazing that the the sort of scowling, glowering, grunting ogre came into the old building with a smile on his face. A beard, yeah, looking a little different. He, he actually, <laughs> I think it looks good on him. I, I do. I think I actually think it's a it's a good look for him. Needs to shave but, the head, though. Yeah, the, the, that that's,
0: needs to shave the head. I think he should go with, with the. uh He might look a little bit like Brian Dayball if he <laughs> if, if he shaves yes. his head. But yes. I mean, I think I think it'd be a good look
1: for both of the New York coaches. But, but Brian Dayball's nickname was Fat Naggy. Although that's kind of Matt Nagy now, who has been on the Andy Reid uh, diet program since he's gone back to Kansas City, but that's neither here nor there. I, I agree, but he came in. This is Tom Thibodeau, who can, Mr. Rawr, 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 we have more than enough to win. Do your job, and he came in here yucking it up. He, he, and Keen Noah are hugging and 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 joking around in a press conference. Thibodeau's, I mean, he's still screaming on the sidelines during the games, but that's head coach. He that's he adding. clowned the Bulls, clowned them. Clown them. These numbers tell everything. They lost the first game 128 to 120, and the second game 114 to 91. They lost two home games in three nights by a total of 31 points. Field goals attempted, 183 to 161. They're just opportunities to score, just possessions. Three-point field goals. The Bulls were 21 of 58. The Knicks were 35 of 78. Think about the, the mathematical difference inherent in, in those numbers. New York had 30 offensive rebounds. The Bulls turned it over 32 times in two games. And what's more, you think, okay, you can make that up at the foul line. No. The Knicks shot 57 free throws and the Bulls shot 30 in their building. It is just, it's it's incredible to me what has gone on here and, and, and the restlessness of the crowd, the clamoring for Derek Rose, it was almost, it was almost a, a, an emotional release of yes, something we remember that we liked because whatever this is, we don't like. I think if you were doing this
0: 20 years ago, you would have taken half the time to explain everything you just did. And it would have just been you screaming because I think you just took three and a half minutes to explain all of that. So for me to respond with a with an adequate response, respond with an that's another one of my moments, man. Seize the floor with his vision, respond with an
1: adequate response. You're your mother's oh, son, I can tell you that. That's so nice of you to say. But don't tell her I said that.
0: Um mm, I think she knows that you say stuff like that all the time, anyway. I don't think that's I don't think I would have to tell her in order for her to know. But when if Derrick Rose comes in the game, somebody who never gets playing time, he gets the but he touches the ball, and he hits a three in your face, nothing but net mm-hmm. to, to end the game. That was the last of the Knicks' points. That's that's hard to swallow. It's really, really, really frustrating. I said say right what before. You, say the, say, say what you dead, said. Let, let me let me
1: speak. Say what you said. Let me speak! Uh, uh
0: I said right before the podcast started. They're kinda ass.
1: They're just ass. Yeah. The, the, I don't the, know. The official scouting report of the, the bulls is ass. Like that the
0: if I was given three words to describe the bulls, they kinda ass.
1: There we go. If if this were an, a... a Representative NBA year without everything we know <laughs> <what's> going on. <laughs> you know what this was? That independently of everything else, it's a it's a fire the coach game. This yeah. this this would be the kind of game where the ownership and 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 management are walking around together like, yeah, they've got to hear a different voice. This is this is that was the kind of performance. Those that over two games at home getting clowned like that and hearing that reaction and just how sour it was. That's a game where you fire the coach. Now I, I I'm only saying that theoretically because they're not. And that's, it's not on the table because we know he got the extension and we know they wanted it leaked that he got the extension and he's already played the card of the pregame. Our stars have to be better and putting it on them and reminding them of their responsibility. So I where I don't know where you go from here, other than the usual cliched conflict between coach and upper management. If he's if everything is a cry for help, if everything is Billy Donovan saying, "Look, you you gave me Demar Derozan and Nikola Vucevic and Zach Levine, and I got to figure out they, they don't really have a point guard to figure out who's got the ball and when." Uh, maybe maybe Billy is just wants us to read between the lines and says, like, you know, find someone who can coach this group because w- whatever he's doing, and working.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSC. Well, they picked up or they signed Carly Jones to a two-way contract and they waived Kostasana Kumpo. I think that shows how desperate they are for guards. And we saw Carly Jones and he's a good player. And he, I think for a 10-day or for a two-way contract... He can be serviceable. He can do a job, but it shows that they don't have anyone that can uh, uh, until Lonzo comes back, which I doubt is going to happen this season. If I, I'm really worried about him and Drogic is 36, they they need some energy at the point guard position, and I I sound like a coach, and I sound all cliche, oh, energy guy, they need, uh." they're desperate, they they need anything that they can get, because everything is going in the wrong direction with this team, and I look at Zach Levine and his his two-minute press conference in the locker room, I don't know if it was, I guess it was a little press conference. He was just, he was just talking. He sounded like a guy that wants to get traded. He, it sounded like a guy that either wants the head coach to be fired, which I think we already know with all their beef. I don't know what's going on with them. And I, I would, if you want to blow it up, blow it up at this point i'll say it if they if they want to blow it up and try to get a top 3 pick top 4 pick because of that orlando top 4 protected they got for Vooch, which is not good
1: yeah the shame of it you, you, even if you tried to do that you might end up just through sheer chance having helping orlando more than yourself yeah which would be the the ultimate so, you know, ironic. Finish this, and we're going to tank. We're going to tank, and then you end up with with pick number five, and it's not even yours. So the the way that they've changed the math on that, the, the other option, and this is being written about, and and let's let's address the acquisition of carlick Jones because you brought him up, and mm-hmm. I, I I do want to circle back to to the stuff that Billy Donovan was saying because there were some troubling things in there, but let's just talk about carlick Jones. He's listed at six one. He's more like five eleven. I he's probably maybe maybe a generous six feet. He is a, he is waterbug quick. He is very aggressive offensively. He Explosive. Will try, he will try to get to the basket. He can make threes, even though his release is a little funky. He's got kind of a world spin on his. He's shot. not a bad
0: shooter. He's not a bad no. shooter
1: at all. No, it, he's an unconventional shooter. The, the problem I have is he he can't guard anybody and they don't have any rim right. protection. I, I don't mind having an offense first basket attacker point guard. I also would need to see him in NBA screen roll action with bigger bodies and smarter help defense With at his size. It's just that defensively, you could put him out there if you thought you had the back line covered and... After an offseason, admitting that they didn't have that guy, they still don't have that guy.
0: He's also pretty crafty. I remember there was a one play where there was a, a scrap for the ball, everybody was diving. He picked it up, and while he was on his back, That's amazing. he made a pass to Ethan Thompson in transition. Like full full speed, flipped it to him when he was on his back. It it was it was it was pretty nice. I hadn't seen it before. And you said you hadn't, you've
1: been alive for a thousand years. So- it, was, it wasn't even that he passed it to him. It's that Thompson used him almost like a, a rub screen that he ran his, his guy had to step over Jones while Jones was sitting at half court and flipping the ball to him. So he effectively screened his man off of him at full speed using a teammate who was sitting on the floor. I'd, I'd really never seen anything like that before in my life, but you're right. It's, it's like you, you, they can't go trading assets for some available veteran point guard right now, because those guys are generally available. You you can find it. But if they want to use this, he's only 24. And if they want to use this developmentally right now, I, I don't have a problem with that. I think it's going to take a lot to get him into a game. And there are people clamoring for Dalen Terry, but that that's that's full blown developmental there because he is but that's much okay. much further away. I I think that's
0: okay to have him in developmental mode because he he has tools and all that they just need to hone everything in. And I think with where they are right now, if they do decide to blow it up, then that timeline with Daniel and Terry works. And if, if if whatever they want him to be, do they want him to be a starter? Do I don't think that was the intention because they have Lonzo Ball and they thought they didn't know enough about his need to say he couldn't start. I think they, they were expecting him to be able to start long term, which is all up in the air right now. But do they want to try to make Dylan Terry a starter in the future? And even if they don't decide to blow it up, whatever the hell they decide to do, are they going to... You obviously can't win a championship.